0: What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. 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 Welcome, listener, to the 77th chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the drinking bleach to own the libs episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokitansky,
1: Julian Field, and Travis View. One prominent and embarrassing aspect of the QAnon community is their fixation with what could generously be termed alternative medicine. From anti-vaxxers to faith healers, the fringe right has it all. But nothing symbolizes the QAnon movement better than simply drinking bleach. But is it good to drink bleach? Well, according to QAnon influencer and friend of the podcast Jordan Sather, MMS, or Miracle Mineral Supplement, does have many health benefits. Miracle Mineral Supplement, of course, is just a fancy name for chlorine dioxide, which is an industrial bleach. So I guess that goes in the pros column. But Sather was not the first genius to rebrand bleach and try to convince people to drink it. That honor would go to Jim Humble, the inventor and first promoter of MMS, who you'll be finding out more about over the course of the episode. Another big question, how did MMS become so prevalent in the QAnon movement? Now to answer that, we invited pathological QAnon antagonist Travis View onto the podcast. Uh, um, repeat, repeat guest. Yes, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Welcome it's on the show. Here.
0: This is the last time, though. I feel feel like you're encroaching on my space a little bit. So right. just I'm put it, putting it out Fair here. Enough. Last, this is your, will be your last appearance. I know what I'm not wanting.
1: Yeah, you guys both <laughs> made the same hero. Like you guys are are definitely playing in the same lane. So it would mm. make sense that you would jostle at each other. You know, to find a place in the field for. The exact same approach to information and knowledge. (laughs) So find a comfortable chair, top up your Steiner of iced MMS, and kick back. It's time to drink bleach to own the libs. But before all that, QAnon News. Uh, First up, a QAnon
2: follower who held armed standoff on Hoover Dam Bridge considers plea agreement. (laughs) So um, according to a report from the Mojave Valley News, uh, Matthew Philip Wright, the QAnon follower who is facing terrorism and other charges for that armed standoff, is considering a plea deal that could spare him uh, some, some jail time. Uh, you may recall that in uh, June of 2018, Wright uh, blocked off traffic in an armored vehicle and held up a sign that said, release the OIG report. This was a fictional OIG report that he only got thought existed because of QAnon. Yeah. Uh, while in jail, Wright also sent letters to President Trump, signed, where we go one, we go all.
1: Mm, I, I remember those letters. Yeah, <laughs> He sent so many. He was so happy. He was convinced Trump was going to be like, Listen, man, I understand why you did it. Right, and, uh, you're going to be the next uh, person I pardon. Yeah,
2: sounded like he was like a little embarrassed. Like, well, got, he went a little bit overboard.
1: What he doesn't understand is that to get a pardon by Trump, you have to, let's say. Uh, murder a teenager in a foreign country with uh, a like, knife or you, something like that, just for fun. Just you know, an armed like a standoff.
2: Right? It's just not. But you're going to go to a,
1: yeah the Hoover Dam. You think anyone cares about the Hoover Dam, yeah. my dude? Uh, if Wright accepts the plea
2: deal, he could face a maximum of eleven point bo- and a quarter years in prison. However, if he goes to trial and is convicted, he could be sentenced to life in prison with a possibility of parole after twenty five years. This is garbage, man. Wow. If Sylvester
1: Stallone played this guy in a Movie, the ending would be happy. It would be like you did good, like yeah, soldier. Right, that's true. You did good. The president calls you personally. There'd be like a lot of lines. that would be like, we gotta get to the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the funny thing is, like for sure, give it ten years, and we're gonna like be consuming this as a Netflix limited edition series about how this guy's a fucking cool operator and a hero. <laughs> I can't wait
0: played by Joseph Gordon Levitt.
2: Uh, My personal recommendation is that Wright should fire his lawyer, uh, plead not guilty, and then defend himself in court
1: pro se, because that would generate the most content for this podcast.
0: Live on C-SPAN. Yep.
1: I want him to defend himself but not in spoken word i would like him to just write all his arguments onto his hands and just right. hold them up for cameras hold yeah. them up yeah just a yeah, great idea
2: for my second story uh, hedge fund manager and documentary film producer gabe hoffman sues qanon follower for defamation so i think this is kind of an interesting case to follow because it kind of asks if qanon followers can be held uh civilly liable for spinning uh baseless conspiracy theories Uh, Man, I hope not for their sake.
1: Yeah, one would hope not. That sounds stupid to me. Yeah, yeah, it's... It it, it 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 does well. I mean, if he succeeds, our podcast won't exist anymore. Good job, yeah. yeah well, Mr. Hoffman. So, uh,
2: co- just for some background on this, uh, Gabe Hoffman is the producer of the documentary "An Open Secret," which is about uh, child sexual abuse in Hollywood, and uh, that film attracted the attention of the QAnon community for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, but Gabe Hoffman absolutely despises QAnon. He just I know, he's,
1: he's a miserable.
2: Well, you know, I, I get, I I feel like he's trying to attract. Attention yeah. to what he feels is a legitimate issue, and he's got all these weird conspiracy theory hangers mm-hmm. on, yeah. which has got to be frustrating.
1: Well, you're you're the one who always has more like more gentleness for these types of people. I don't. I it's don't like throw um, with the, you know
0: exactly like actually? It's like in 1994 when Weezer released the Blue <laughs> album, and exactly they kind like of that. thought they kind of thought that the, that people <laughs> you know that they would a- attract this sort of like mature audience that like uh-huh. really respected like them sort of taking like surf pop and like a uh, grunge rock to this sort of elevated level but instead it, all of their fans were like 12 and 13 year olds like myself and and it sent rivers cuomo into like a deep spiraling depression because like he he thought he had created this this really meaningful album and only children liked it
1: so and now for the class you're going to link this back to what the fuck we were actually talking about so. what 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 <laughs> the fuck are you on about
3: who cares about we <laughs>
0: This is a perfect analogy. You just don't see it because you don't understand. You're right, and you're not here. You're not. You're not remote in a cabin in the woods like
2: I am.
1: Yeah, but I do look just like Buddy Holly.
2: You do. Yeah. One QAnon follower who is an antagonist of Gabe Hoffman was Julio Cicero Yaquez. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Gabe Hoffman's lawsuit alleges that Yaquez uh, made several false and defamatory statements about Hoffman. For example, uh, Yaquez allegedly claimed that Hoffman was involved in the death of Isaac Cappy, who is was the uh, small-time Hollywood actor-turned-QAnon promoter who committed suicide last year. Mm. So uh, other baseless statements uh, by Yaquez listed in the lawsuit includes, at Gabe Hoffman, uh, he is a pedo-protector. He hides most of his funds in the Caymans. It's the Jew money from Hollywood porno outfits and it includes child porn. And that, uh,
1: that just sounds right.
2: <laughs> and you know, don't agree with the person being sued. You got to go with your instincts. And here. quote, you got to go with your guts. Quote: uh, Gabe had two surgeries for micropenis syndrome yeah. in 2012
1: <laughs> and 2016. Oh, I saw both the Both at Mount Sinai, yeah. Sinai
2: Hospital in yeah. Manhattan. I mean hey man, listen that's no on joke. one
1: side I don't like QAnon people I think it's a mess. on Course. the other side I think this guy um Mr. Boffman, right Hoffman Hoffman Gabe, Gabe Hoffman Gabe Hoffman Gabe Hoffman Yeah so so Mr. Boffman, um he sounds he sounds kind of, <laughs> he sounds like kind of a tool. <laughs> yeah. I don't whenever a MAGA person collides with a QAnon person, it's just a bit like watching an entire pond of fish and like two manage to collide head first. Like it's you you are not dealing with the most skilled in the pond.
2: I guess. If you're well, a MAGA
1: person focused on QAnon, you're not very bright. And if you're a QAnon person and you manage to fight with MAGA, that's just so sad. How uh,
0: sad is it that like the first surgery didn't fix your micro pen? <laughs> you know, can you imagine can you, right. yeah. Can yeah. you yeah, imagine going, having to go back and be like yeah. it's Still one millimeter long, like the surgery That's right. did not work. And the
1: funniest thing is, these people are going to vote for a president who, unlike Bernie Sanders, uh, doesn't want to reform the micropenis uh, uh, surgery act, uh, to make sure that yeah. it always works the first time. That's right. what the Bernie Sanders' platform clearly states, okay? Yeah, so uh,
2: <laughs> Gabe Hoffman uh, <laughs> filed that lawsuit on uh, December 20th, 2019, and uh, the plaintiff demanded a trial by jury. So uh, this okay. uh, is again, yeah. again, more QAnon lawsuits are always interesting because I don't know. I guess I don't know the standard of, of defamation. Yeah. I, to-
1: I, I think in these cases you give each person a, a fresh uh, a chi- a Chinese made MAGA hat. And they have to try to strangle each other with it, and that's that's <laughs> a right. trial by trial by hat, trial by maga hat.
0: Yeah, especially if the hat comes imbibed with um the coronavirus. Yes, uh, you that's have right. to, <laughs> They dip. You have to MAGA's. put it on and wear it <laughs> before you get infected.
1: In buckets of coronavirus, and they fling them to these tons of people, and they have to fight each other in uh, in cages for the amusement of us all. Anyways, I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, I apologize, Mr. Boffman. I'm sure you're great. <laughs>
2: All right. Next, uh, my next story is uh, we have some new Q drops. Well, the one that really caught my attention was one that linked to the Wikipedia page for Durham boats, and this what? was Durham boats. So this was the type Durham of Durham boat, s- a small commercial boat, flat bottom boat that uh, uh, George Washington used to cross the Delaware River and launch a surprise attack on Hessian forces on December 26, 1776.
0: I love that it took fucking the people who were behind QAnon like two years to figure out this fun connection between George Washington's boat yeah, and the I fucking uh, attorney that's that's supposedly investigating. Yeah. Well, again, all of this the is another one of those. I you, love that like it's been sitting there in front of them for two yeah. fucking years, and and finally Q was like, I can make use of this.
2: <laughs> well, the thing is, this is another instance where uh, where someone else in the community said, "Oh, a George Washington used these Durham boats," and then also attorney John Durham is investigating the origins of the uh, uh, Russia Trump. Investigation, yeah. so that there's a connection there. I don't even understand what what they're what they're implying here. Like did, like John Durham's parents like know this. Was he part of Q team?
1: And what was written on the bell of the Durham boat? Like yeah, yeah. It's like it's
2: this weird. It's like it's, it's this is one of those things where isn't just like a weird spy novel. They're talking about like cosmic divine yeah. planning that goes through the centuries.
1: There, there there's a type of like. QAnon knowledge that makes you regret asking the question in the first place almost immediately and this yeah. is one of those where yeah. it's so complex and byzantine and stupid and disconnected and tenuous you just you just look at it and instantly get a headache
0: no wonder julian hates this because this is very much a like a national treasure style storyline there we go yeah and it's so it's no surprise to me that julian finds it pedestrian which is so weird since National Treasure movies are National Treasures themselves. They are good. They're you guys good should, movies. You
1: guys should experiment and see what happens if I'm incredibly drunk watching that movie. Would <laughs> okay. I like it more or less? It's a good question. Would I be more or mm, less aggressive? Yeah, I, th- and I think what whatever
0: I- happens, you definitely won't be howling and screaming like a fucking monkey the entire <laughs> time, ruining the movie.
2: Just screaming about people's haircuts
1: while watching that movie. We'll see if that happens.
0: Yeah, we'll see if he orders a giant salad and doesn't eat any of it.
1: I, I'm really resentful right now that I have to share this podcast with two neurotypical fucking cis white men. Fuck
2: neurotypical. Flattering. <laughs> Miracle Mineral Solution. Today we're going to be talking about the hottest quack cure in the QAnon community and the general online crank community. That's a Miracle Mineral Solution, or MMS. And uh, Miracle Mineral Solution is usually sold as a solution of 28% sodium chlorite in uh, distilled water. The poor marks are instructed to mix that solution with citric acid, such as lemon or lime juice. Uh, this creates chlorine dioxide, which is a potent bleaching agent that is commonly used to bleach wood pulp. Uh, Users are then instructed to drink this bleach in order to cure almost anything, including uh, like cancer, malaria, AIDS, and even autism. Now, to be clear, there is no evidence that MMS cures anything. So, for the love of God, do not drink jugfuls of bleach that you make in your kitchen. So, uh, I'm just going to read from the FDA's latest warning about uh, consuming chlorine dioxide.
1: Drinking any of these chlorine dioxide products can cause nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and symptoms of severe dehydration. Some product labels claim that vomiting and diarrhea are common after ingesting the product. They even maintain that such reactions are evidence that the product is working. That claim is false. Moreover, in general, the more concentrated the product, the more severe the reactions. The FDA has received reports of consumers who have suffered from severe vomiting, severe diarrhea, life-threatening low blood pressure caused by dehydration, and acute liver failure after drinking these products. If you have had a negative reaction to any of them, consult a healthcare professional as soon as possible. (sighs) Sounds nerdy, dude.
3: Why'd you make us read this (laughs) nerd shit? Because
2: because I don't want to be responsible for anyone listening to this podcast being like, "Eh, maybe there's something to it. So I cannot uh, stress enough that please don't just drink... Uh, jugfuls of bleach
1: okay so from my perspective i just want to i guess like you know how our podcast has different perspectives from my perspective i think you you could probably get away with drinking jugfuls of bleach ah, god damn it
0: all right <laughs> now i have nothing to say i have nothing to say on the matter <laughs> yeah our well you're gar- is, uh,
1: you can't say much gargling through all that bleach you know
0: i feel like i'm not really uh, an authority to state what you should and should not drink i, I leave warnings like
2: that to uh, mr view
1: Thanks. So he's on my side, by the way. For the record, there.
2: Fine, fine. I'll take on both of you. Thank you. So, if you want to talk about nerdy shit, let's uh, define our terms a bit. So, when we say that uh, QAnon people are drinking bleach, (laughs) like, what do we mean exactly? So, like in the broadest sense, like a bleach is like a name for like any chemical product that can be used to disinfect or remove stains or color. So, in that sense, like the citric acid in lemon juice by itself might be called a bleach.
1: So you're saying all those kids with those stands out in the street. They're selling us bleach?
2: Well, no, hold on. Okay. So,
0: so, <laughs> so you saying that, on, uh, on bleach stands? <laughs> wait, so you're saying that the ecto cooler flavor of high C yeah. is uh actually
2: not a juice movie tie in, but it's really I'm, bleach? I'm not saying that really. So I mean <laughs> we should all we should check throughout we, the episode. But we what usually say bleach. What we're, we're talking about is like industrial or like a household bleach, like a Clorox yeah. or hydrogen peroxide. And even mm-hmm. those kinds of bleaches, like they have legitimate cosmetic or hygienic uses. For example, you know, hydrogen peroxide is often the active ingredient in uh, over-the-counter teeth whiteners, but mm-hmm. they're perfectly safe to use. And the reason that they're safe to use is that a basic principle of toxicology is that the dose makes the poison. So everything is possibly toxic if you take too much of it, but uh, some compounds are just like more toxic than others. So if like if you drink four cups of coffee, you'll probably be fine. If you drink 100, you'll be dead, you know. Oh. So... <laughs>
0: So that's why like R.I.P. Julian. So that's what's going to happen. Who's probably (laughs) thinking about making a coffee right now.
1: (laughs) One coffee per state in the union. So that's why,
2: you know, like using a product like containing hydrogen peroxide on your teeth is safe. But uh, drinking a bottle of concentrated hydrogen peroxide is toxic. And even even like the bleach that we're talking about today, that's chlorine dioxide has legitimate industrial uses. For example, in a certain context, chlorine dioxide is a perfectly safe disinfectant. Uh, According to the Centers for Disease Control, about 5% of large water treatment facilities in the United States use chlorine dioxide to treat drinking water. Which is fine. Is it? It is. Because like, I wanted to mention this up front because this is something that, like, that the bleach drinkers, they disingenuously bring they up. They use, right? Yeah. yeah, they say like, well, they say like, they argue essentially that, oh, if the uh, Environmental Protection Agency allows like small amounts of chlorine dioxide in drinking water, that means that it's safe to just drink in like any amount. But, th-
1: but it does, but does, then doesn't they, work but that way. But then they like don't that. want the fluoride. Imagine taking all the fluoride out your water and then drinking bleach shot absolutely two (laughs) steps (laughs) forward 18 (laughs) steps back (laughs) yeah you want yeah chemically
2: pure water but also drinks uh, you know i am not going to
1: turn gay as you're shitting out your entire stomach lining (laughs)
2: so the epa's maximum permitted concentration of chlorine dioxide in drinking water is 0.8 milliliters per liter But the stuff that uh, the MMS people drink might contain three to eight milliliters. That's up to 10 times the EPA's maximum per liter
1: in a single drop. But this shit is just sold. I see these bottles that they post uh, pictures of. Why is this not illegal to to, well, to 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 not have that just be like labeled clearly?
2: Well, they get around the regulations in certain ways because, like, mm. cause the thing is, like, again, you can sell this if you as a uh, as a solution for like cleaning and stuff.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like the bottle seems a little, but it does say like, yeah, keep out of reach of children. Yeah, you know, and and Jordan Sather.
2: Uh, yeah, so, so that's why you can't you just can't compare like drinking tap water the canes trace amounts of chlorine dioxide and consuming highly concentrated chlorine dioxide. Because again, the dose makes the poison. But that leaves us with a question. So how did people get the idea that chlorine dioxide is a cure-all in the first place? So we can trace it back to one man, a former Scientologist turned gold prospector named Jim (laughs) Humble. Hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. What a king. So uh, Jim Humble first promoted his quack cure under the name... Uh, mi- miracle mineral supplement. But he later changed it to uh, solution, right? Because it's not.
1: It doesn't mean that you yeah, eat it. You may, yeah, he <laughs> changed so you it to mi- miracle mineral
2: solution. I <laughs> uh, presumably for like legal reasons. Right. Yeah. It's that's not, not a supplement. hmm Right. It's a yeah. solution.
1: Yeah. The inhalants that we used to buy in high school in Brazil were, uh, like, I believe labeled air purifiers or something. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs>
2: It's always a loophole yeah when you learn about his uh, uh jim humble's background a bit you actually understand why he came right into selling a, a quack cure online jim verne humble was born in mobile alabama in 1932. according to an investigation by reporter craig maliseau for the houston press back in the mid-1960s humble lived in southern california and worked on an oil rig in the uh, Santa Barbara channel on shore leave humble met his first wife, Teresa lane with whom he had two children after a divorce, humble met his next wife while taking Scientology courses. Mm. So uh, humble was apparently married several times. Uh, one ex-wife of his claims that she was married to him for only eight months. Uh, in the end, she claims, their marriage ended because she liked chocolate pudding cups and he didn't want any of them in the house. Come on, come on, it come was on, her Travis. house. You don't have so to fuck what? with us, man.
0: You can <laughs> tell us if you just out. made this up. No, no, up.
2: no. This is, this is according to an ex-wife, <laughs> on, Jim Humble.
0: It's fine. We're all friends. I've, dude, I've known you for <laughs> almost uh, more than a year now. Yeah. You don't have to make up the pudding. I mean, it was weird pudding, enough yeah. with just hope, the Mobile Alabama say, and yeah. the bleach and the Humble, and supplement to the solution. And, you no. did not have to add in a, 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 a hatred of chocolate pudding cups. No. Yeah. This,
2: this guy, I mean, he's a man of certain principles, <laughs> anti-pudding cups. He would rather destroy <laughs> his marriage than tolerate pudding cups in the house. Yeah, Those goddamn pudding cups. Every time I open a fridge, all I want is a
0: Coca-Cola classic mixed with a vial of bleach. And there, staring me in the face, brown, moist, in their little packets just looking at me i can't take it
2: humble's name appears in a 1971 issue of a scientology journal that states he was enrolled in a hubbard standard dianetics course in orange county california
1: oh worst place on earth worst thing on earth yeah oh hell yeah
2: good path uh but humble apparently joined a group that splintered off from scientology uh, his name appears in a mid-1980s newsletter uh, distributed by a group of former Scientologists who left the church to start their own independent movement.
1: When you're smart enough to leave Scientology, but not smart enough to realize there's an issue with Scientology, that's, <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> that's he's awesome. Like, yeah, this
2: weird, like, okay, there's you're mostly right Scientologists, but like they, yeah. they didn't like the leadership. In 1971, Humble also got into the health and wellness game by uh, compiling a 500-question test designed to identify a person's nutritional deficiencies which he sold to health food stores. Through the 1980s, Humble made a living working for mining ventures doing chemical tests of minerals to test how much uh, gold, apparently, these, I guess, samples of minerals contained. Hmm. So uh, Humble wrote about what he saw was a pattern of organized religion. So a church would grow rich off of its followers who are exploited and suppressed until they break away and create their own movement. He claimed that people were turning away from Scientology because the leadership, who he described as "quote a few insane individuals that seemed to work their way to the top," end quote, was bent on manipulating their followers. Yeah, it's
1: truly, it's, it's truly the issue with Scientology that the leader, the first one, the guy who created it sane, normal, that's awesome fine, guy, of course, but that's then fine. all these wackos worked themselves right uh, up through Sea C- C- Org or whatever the fuck. Sea C- Org, yeah. Yeah, 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 and uh, that they they changed Scientology from something that was essentially good. <laughs> to something weird.
2: Yeah, this guy's like, I guess like the Martin Luther of Scientology. Be like, oh, it's like, it's like, oh, the principles are right, but yeah. the leadership is corrupt. We must make our own independent movement. Mm. Weird. By 1987, Humble was holding seminars on how to invest in a small gold mine. Uh, participants paid $250 for the seminar, which included a free gold specimen and a two-year subscription to popular mining.
1: Fuck yeah, dude.
2: So... Uh, Those good perks. Yeah, as we'll see, we kind of like all of this, all of this, the kind of like the seminars and the weird Scientology stuff and the health food stuff, it all combines to what is sort of like he became more, most famous for, which is selling this quack MMS yes. solution. He
1: kicks stuff. out. He is a mess and he is gathering speed. <laughs> he, he is, is, he is <laughs> ma- marrying <laughs> and divorcing. <He's> marrying, divorcing. <laughs> Just <He's> getting <laughs> weird religions, creating yeah. splinters, getting I the gold mining. He's all over the place. I'm down, man. I'm ready. I feel like, you know, when Sonic does that thing where he kind of creates a tiny little (laughs) contained ball and and builds all the speed before he even starts moving. That's what I'm feeling like. This guy's about to go on the loop-de-loop.
2: Jim Humble's history as it has been dug up by researchers uh, diverges a bit from Humble's history as he describes it on his website. Uh, he says that he started his career in the aerospace industry as a research engineer. He alleges that he worked on the first intercontinental ballistic missile, uh, wrote instruction manuals on the first vacuum tube computers, worked on secret radio control electronics and, uh, other projects, uh, he further claims that he worked for companies like Hughes Aircraft Company, uh, Northrop uh, Aircraft, General Motors Research, uh, Defense Laboratories. So so all true. I, well, unverified. Humble details how he allegedly discovered MMS in his book, The Miracle Mineral Solution of the 21st Century. Now, obviously, there's no way to corroborate the story, but I'm going to summarize it anyway. In 1996, Jim Humble was commissioned to help uh, mine for gold in the jungles of South America. On that expedition, he brought along bottles of a different quack cure called Stabilize Oxygen. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> the main ingredient in stabilized Oxygen is, uh, is that different kind of bleach called sodium chloride. So one day, while well, deep in the jungle of Guyana two men he was working with came down with malaria. So he sent uh, two more men to run to the nearest mining camp in hopes that they would have malaria drugs. Now, the camp was a day's travel away, so they would have to wait at least two days for them to return and even longer if the camp didn't have the medicine. But in the meantime, the sick men were suffering from fever, aching muscles, and diarrhea. Humble asked the sick men if they were interested in trying the stabilized oxygen. Uh, they agreed, and according to Humble's account, they all felt better after just four hours.
1: Hell yeah. Just trapping a bunch of natives in the middle of the jungle to get you what you want. Yeah. And then when they fall, fall terribly ill, you just feed them bleach. Feed them bleach. For <laughs> fuck's sake. Yeah. And, then, and then you're like, no, 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 I'm not just doing this horrible thing. I'm amazing at it. I am the new bleach doctor of this region.
2: That's basically what happened. Hell yeah. He he claims that afterwards, as he continued working on the mining expedition, he traveled through the jungle treating people who came down with malaria and typhoid fever with the stabilized oxygen. He claimed that this treatment helped people 70% of the time and made him famous amongst the locals. That's when Jim Humble decided to try to get into the stabilized oxygen business. Uh, Here's how he describes what happened next.
0: I telephoned a friend, Bob Tate, to tell him how stabilized oxygen cured malaria. He immediately flew to Guyana. We discussed it and decided to see if we could sell the stabilized oxygen in Guyana. We put an ad in the local paper stating that our solution cured malaria That was a mistake. (laughs) Immediately, the local television station sent reporters over to our place, and we were on TV telling about our solution. Then the radio and newspaper reporters arrived. We were famous for about three days, and then uh, the government dropped a bomb on us. The Minister of Health called us in for an interview. She told us that if we sold our solution, To one more person, we would be put in their prison, and we wouldn't like it. I had seen the
1: prison, and I knew she was right. Ah, yes. Imagine just having some fucking dumbass, some stupid American guy show up in your fucking country, open a tent, and just start selling bleach to the locals. It takes you three days to just be like, wait, so he's just selling bleach? Okay, it's bleach. Okay, shut this fucking... It down <laughs> immediately. Yeah,
0: right. Correct down. <laughs> of course, yeah. And he you know, what's so funny is like he sounds like not surprised kind of. He's like, eventually yeah. uh, it caught up to us that we were selling bleach and that people yeah. were yeah, <laughs> getting what he, what, sick.
1: What he doesn't know is that you, you can't go to like a first world country with like intense, you know, kind of like public infrastructure and laws and regulations like Guyana you have to go to the United States which is like a third world uh, hellhole that has no regulations and there your bleach selling will prosper much better than uh, than abroad.
2: <laughs> After Jim Humble returned home to America he suffered some uh, from some business setbacks and wound up living on his social security income. He was troubled that his uh, stabilized oxygen only seemed to work 70 percent of the time So he started experimenting with it in an attempt to make it even more effective. It wasn't effective at all, just be clear, just in his mind. Uh, He eventually got the idea to mix some vinegar with the stabilized oxygen. Here's what he says happened next. To test my mixture, I bought some chlorine measuring sticks used for swimming
0: pools. And guess what? After a few hours... The mixture began to measure a slight amount of chlorine, and after 24 hours, it measured at least 1 ppm, part per million, of chlorine. That really wasn't the total answer, but I was getting closer. I didn't realize it at first, but the sticks were measuring chlorine
1: dioxide.
3: What the fuck? Is this like, guy if, if,
1: this, about? If, this, if this is fucking <laughs> chemistry, like I do chemistry every time. No. I'm, I'm I'm mixing Dr Pepper with Coca Cola yeah, exactly. at the fast food place. No, like the fuck. Yeah, you this son- is just
0: like a child. This is just like a child, like home before his parents, like one no. afternoon. He's adding know?
1: he's adding vinegar to bleach. It's not even <laughs> special or interesting. There's no. nothing there. You just oh things I can find in my house mixed together, and and I'm gonna yeah, uh, yeah just see what happens.
2: Yeah, he's not yeah he's not doing chemistry from like an educated place where like, you know, where he's doing, you know, he knows the reactions ahead of time. He's just mixing shit together and sees what happens. In a 2008 interview, Jim Humble claims that figuring out how to turn the sodium chloride into chlorine dioxide took him about a year because of his poor understanding of chemistry.
3: Yeah, it was a simple thing, although it took me about a year to figure it out. But any good chemist would have probably figured it out in the first day. But but uh i uh, my chemistry was limited to uh to um metallurgy and so i a lot of chemistry i really didn't understand so it took me a while to to um uh oh my
0: god so i actually wasn't all that far off as as to how no, this no, no, as yeah. to the energy of this guy's voice
1: he's got like a loose uh yellow tie with polka dots that is like does not fit him there's something very just just off yeah also you know here, here's my thing
2: it's like even if you distrust the medical establishment even if you think it's corrupt why trust this guy
1: he's like he's like i don't know shit took,
2: i don't know shit i know it took no me idea. a year to yes. mix <laughs> <up> two things <laughs> like someone who knew what i was doing would probably do it faster
0: good chemist could have done it probably in about 15 minutes but <laughs> see thing is i'm bad at what i do so <laughs> took me 360 days maybe more maybe less but um all right uh,
2: Long story short, he concludes that this is the miracle cure that he's been searching for, and uh, Jim gets to work pushing it on people. The first stop is pushing his quack cure on people in African countries.
3: Then there was guys who, uh, uh, who I um, give uh, the material to and uh, MMS to, and they they went to uh, uh, Sierra Leone. There've been quite a few people in Tanzania treated, and then of course I, I treat, treated a number of them in. Uh, in uh, uh, Malawi, um, all of these countries are in Africa. <laughs> so
1: just poisoning Africans, just, yeah. just wandering the <laughs> African continent, poisoning people.
2: Yeah, well, he, actually, you read in this book, apparently he first uh, got in contact with some people in Africa because he was pen pals with them. And then he, um, and then he, a Nigerian prince. And then, well, then then the guy, it was, it was like, it was like a, like a taxi driver. He's like, oh yeah, you know, people with malaria, give them this. And then he like Mm. made contacts in the area through like missionaries and like spread his nonsense and like told him, told these people how to like that that this bleach stuff was a miracle cure. It's horrifying. Now, you might say to yourself, now, don't people get sick drinking chlorine dioxide? And the answer is yes, obviously they do. Uh, but Jim Humble says that's natural and even a good thing. A disclaimer on Jim Humble's old website, com, said this.
0: If you notice diarrhea or even vomiting, that is not necessarily a bad sign. Uh, The body is simply throwing off toxins and cleaning itself out. Uh, Some people say they feel much better after having diarrhea. Mm,
1: Yeah, when diarrhea ends, people (laughs) signal that they feel better.
0: (laughs) You do not have to take any medicines for it, as it will go away as fast as it came. It will not last. Uh, It is not caused by a bacteria or virus. When the poison is gone, the diarrhea is gone.
2: Now... In his book, uh, Jim Humble actually recommends uh, cramming as much chlorine dioxide in your body as you can without feeling sick.
0: When using MMS for treatment of some serious illness, you will need to consider that MMS is only active in the body for about an hour. Thus, hourly doses will make the best progress, (laughs) as the more MMS you can get, into the body without creating nausea or diarrhea, the greater the positive effect it will have against the illness.
2: Now, yeah, of course you might notice that these contradict. And like one, one time you, he says it, that getting diarrhea is fine. Get yeah, shit all you want. The other one says like, in fact, t- it, yeah, it's preferable. It's preferable. The other one take as much before you get the diarrhea. The, the, the reason is this is based on nonsense. This he's just, he's just him, making uh, up the rules as he goes along. It's, it's
1: a, based. It's a more sympa- sympathetic figure due to this though, because I also like go back and forth on diarrhea. I don't know how <laughs> I feel about it.
0: Right. Yeah. I think maybe probably what happened is he told people that getting diarrhea was a good part. And then, People probably started quitting or, or not buying the cure anymore because, uh, you know, they were tired of getting diarrhea. And so then he had to change his fucking branding a little bit. And he was like, yeah. he was like, well, it's close to diarrhea as possible without breaking the diarrhea threshold <laughs> is, 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 the, is the sweet spot uh, for you
2: to be in. Humble claimed to have treated a 100,000 victims of malaria across Africa. But he says that his efforts were hampered by missionaries who didn't want the locals to drink bleach.
3: One, one thing happened is a couple of missionaries decided I was evil, and uh, so they told all the missionaries in the area that I was evil, and, and, and so that sort of slowed things down. They actually quit using the MMS. Yeah, I mean,
2: which was you know, a good call by these missionaries, I guess, yeah. just just horrifying he doesn't he's not self-reflective about like why people are trying to stop him yeah he counters all these barriers and that just makes him think oh i'm on the right track
1: well how are you supposed to learn about jesus and you know join a church when you're too busy shitting your entire guts out yeah yeah (laughs) it was encroaching
0: on their game their grift was was being threatened by the diarrhea bleach man
1: that's right
2: So that's what really kicked the whole MMS thing off. But um, Jim, he really took it to a new level because why would you promote a a quack cure when you can found a church based on a quack cure? Oh, my God. Wait, that's what's next. That's what's next. We're getting we're getting to the religion of bleach.
1: You're too generous. You're too generous.
2: Uh, Jim Humble did that with the uh, help of a disciple of his by the name of Mark Grennan. According to Mark Grennan's account, he first came across MMS while working as a sponsored Christian missionary in the Dominican Republic. In uh, 2009, Mark was in regular correspondence with Jim Humble and uh, dealing with some life transitions. Um, Mark had separated from his wife, and she left for the United States with six of his eight
1: children. The two that stayed behind? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you two. <laughs> <laughs> she just picked her best six. <laughs>
2: that's when jim humble proposed to mark that they set up an mms training center in uh, santo domingo here's what mark grenin says happened next
1: well in less than six months from praying that god would help us bring mms to the world to rid the world of the disease of the body jim humble arrived in dominican republic we gave god all the glory for that he arrived in santo domingo january 2010 we spent six months developing a teaching syllabus and a crude DVD course to try to train as many as possible. <laughs> During that time, Jim and I decided to establish the Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing in June of 2010 with six founding members.
2: So, by the way, uh, that that uh, what you just read was an excerpt from Mark Grinnan's book, A World Without Disease. Is it possible? The book yeah, basically just promotes MMS and talks about Genesis 2 and stuff, And but it also includes a poem about MMS authored by Grenin. So it's a really, really long poem, so I'm not going to show you the whole thing, but I had to include it. Um, here are four stanzas of the poem about curing disease by drinking bleach. The killer number one in this world has been defeated.
0: It's true and we are being cheated. Malaria is its name, and we are here to take away his fame by the hand of a man named James. Mm. (laughs) 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 Oh yes, yes, this is filling me with energy. Millions dying, millions crying for the loss of their family they are sighing. God. Mom's missing. Baby's gone. Fathers are sought. <laughs> All for naught. All for naught. This is so this, this, this sounds like a Seth Abramson poem. This stanza. Travis, I really think you should have included more, to be honest. But I'll, 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 <laughs> die, die I'll continue. <clears throat> Four was pushing it. We have the news. This doesn't have to be. For just a few drops of a mineral can heal. Of the parasite, you can be free. But no money in that, says the evil man Squeal. So people keep dying at this disease's hand. This needs to be proclaimed across every land.
1: I'm sorry, guys. Yes He's taking a lot of he's taking a lot of
0: liberties with the structure of his um, of his sort of rhyme scheme. It's actually making me dumber I think.
1: Sylvia Plath killed herself because she read half of this poem once.
0: Okay the last stanza. The big farmer are making money. At the bank they think it's funny how they can control men's health while they live in much wealth. Money has been paid to pass evil laws to protect that wealth from leaving their
1: paws well this was just lifted from a bernie leaflet no it's great
2: yeah a big part of the whole mms thing is that uh the, the you know there's there's cures for everything and the only reason they suppressed it isn't because it's ineffective but because you know a uh, big pharma it was cut into big pharma's profits
1: mm.
0: man this is a great app so far man thanks travis man this is, <laughs> this is just fantastic no, uh, this no is just amazing <laughs> it is good we, stuff we
1: still haven't explained to jake that he's not An audience member who (laughs) thanks us for who would have thought
0: that researching something as dumb as drinking bleach and poisoning yourself would uncover a man with, like, a story and a church yeah. and a cure yeah. and, like, a fucking, you know, like, a wooden wagon that he drags through Africa. Like, I mean, it's just best. The best, the best part is that
1: very literally none of this is true, not even a single fucking word of it. No. And Travis drank MMS <laughs> it's, last it's night. It's all true. And just hallucinated <laughs> as he <laughs> shat himself, no. just absolutely sitting on the toilet like a rocket, just shooting up from it.
2: I couldn't, you know, imagine this janky, Poem, this, 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 this sonnet to uh, uh, bleach drinking. I could not possibly conceive of that in my own imagination. That could only yeah, this, exist in reality.
1: Yeah, but that, the point is, you don't need to. You just need to channel. Gotcha. The
0: diarrhea. The QAnon extended universe is fucking. I think like could seriously rival Marvel's.
2: In a 2010 issue of Jim Humble's MMS newsletter called Straight Talk with Jim Humble.
1: So he was a, a McCain fan.
2: I guess. Uh, Uh, Humble says that he founded the church specifically to sidestep uh, governments who might tell him that he shouldn't sell bleach as a magic cure. Uh, We
0: are forming a church of health and healing. Now, that's not religion. That's health and healing. It's called Genesis 2. A church of health and healing. (laughs) Genesis means the beginning and two means the second beginning. And this is the beginning of a new world without disease. What was it that Jesus Christ did first of all, always? He healed the sick. And that is what we will be doing. But there is a lot more to it than that.
1: Uh, you guys remember when uh, Jesus turned water into bleach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: and everybody drank it. Fucking, That's why the Romans were after him, man. Do you understand the power that a church has uh, that hasn't given up its power? Look at the Catholics. Their priests have been molesting women and children for centuries, and the governments have not been able to stop it. If handled properly, a church can protect us from vaccinations that we don't want from forced insurance and from many things that a government might want to use to oppress us,
1: vaccinations and insurance—the two, <laughs> the right. two tools of oppression. Now we're
0: getting, now we're yeah. getting into the king shit.
2: I,
1: uh, I love that he looked at the Catholic Church. It's like
2: they've been molesting children for centuries. I can steal their model and just do whatever I want. Yeah. So, uh, both Jim Humble and Mark Grennan are, are referred to as archbishops of this church. In the Genesis 2 church, MMS is referred to as a sacramental water. Hell yeah. They also produce a lot of content, such as a podcast called the G2 Voice Broadcast. Hell yes. Here's a section from the uh, Genesis 2 website.
1: What we have created here, and are now in the process of doing, no other group or organization on earth has ever done. There are millions using MMS, but no one knows more about using MMS than our health ministers. Please let me personally invite you to come join us and become a member, health minister or bishop, and begin healing the people of this planet. Earth needs your help. We have the God-given tools to, quote, create a world without disease. So after founding the church, Jim Humboldt got back to his
2: Scientology roots by making absurd claims about his personal history in a since-deleted 2012 YouTube video titled The Story of Earth as Recalled by Archbishop Jim Humble. Humble claims that he's from the Andromeda Galaxy, and he was asked to be put... There it is. as part of the Space Navy that watched over Earth,
1: you are Andromedan based on that premium. Yeah, that's episode true. We did. It's
2: true. Yeah, we're simpatico. Me, I and Jim did, Humble.
1: I did the test, and I'm an Andromedan too. So, me, hmm. you, and Jim Humble. Cool. We should drink bleach sometime.
2: We should. He also claimed that uh, he is the one who provided Moses with the Ten Commandments. Uh, Wait,
1: Humble gave Moses the commandments? Yeah, he okay. sure
2: did. You think? You think? Yeah. You think it was God? But. It was Jim Humble. Many
1: people think that, but they're wrong.
2: So uh, ABC News uh, played clips of that video for a 2016 expose on the Genesis 2 church. Jim Humble responded by saying that he was just relaying his personal memories of his past lives. I have had what I consider
0: memories of past lives from early childhood. I acknowledge that this is my belief and that it might all be fiction and in my head. My past life memories unfolded an extensive story about the Earth and its inhabitants. The concept of past lives and reincarnation is not new or exclusive to me. More than half of the people on Earth believe in past lives. I just took it a bit further than most by giving some talks on the subject.
2: Again, like, even if you distrust the medical establishment, why this guy why trust this guy why Why would pass lives and like i mean if he tells you he doesn't understand 10 commandments you're
1: gonna want to just pass on his bleach
2: yeah you'd think you just like it doesn't seem like a serious person that i should trust with my intestines
1: you don't think jim humble should get up in your guts (laughs) no
2: i don't think uh, a reasonable person (laughs) would not allow jim humble up in their guts
1: (laughs) i couldn't agree more all right (laughs)
0: It's so funny. It's like at first he's kind of this like snake oil salesman and then and then he's kind of this like, you know, self-help like, you know, natural cure or whatever. But then like you peel back the fucking layers of the onion and he's like this interdimensional (laughs) being. (laughs) Why does it always end here? Yeah.
1: It does.
2: Archbishops of the Genesis II Church hold seminars in motel conference rooms where they tell all of those interested about the secrets of bleach drinking. However, it actually wasn't Humble's idea that MMS could also be used as a cure for autism. Uh, that gem comes from a woman named Carrie Rivera in her 2013 book, Curing the Symptoms Known as Autism. In that book, uh, she seems to operate from the unscientific idea that autism is a collection of symptoms caused in part by parasites. Uh, Here's what Rivera wrote in her book.
1: I became interested in chlorine dioxide in 2010, but I was unable to find any information about using it with autism on the Internet. Since I knew that almost every child with autism suffers from similar pathogens, viruses, bacteria, candida, and parasites, heavy metal toxicity, inflammation, and allergies, I researched those conditions in combination with chlorine dioxide, removing, quote, autism from my vocabulary. I realized with further research that chlorine dioxide would be excellent for curing the symptoms collectively known as autism.
2: So responding to this claim, the uh, senior vice president of Autism Speaks, Dr. Paul Wang, said, quote, no, parasites do not cause autism. According to the Centers for Disease Control, there's currently no cure for autism spectrum disorder. However, research shows that uh, early intervention treatment services can improve a child's development. Um... This is this is the real like sad stuff, because a lot of these people, uh, these parents, they they have a child with, uh, you know, uh, developmental disorders and they come to doctors and they basically tell them that, uh, that there are there are methods to like uh, help them. But it's going to be difficult and it's long and it's, there's no known cure. And so I mean,
1: it's the same kind of thing of like when a family member's dying of malaria and you come to this guy, like, please save, you know, my mom's life. Save, you know, my brother's life or something. And uh, yeah, he poisons that person often to death.
4: Uh,
2: But Carrie Rivera doesn't just tell parents to get their kids to drink chlorine dioxide. She also tells them to have their kids take chlorine dioxide baths and chlorine dioxide enemas.
3: Oh no. That means
2: like using something like a hot water bottle or a syringe and catheter, and shooting chlorine dioxide
3: no.
4: right up your kid's colon.
2: Oh, on.
4: No!
3: <laughs> on, no.
2: Uh, on that point, uh, Rivera says that she practices what she preaches. Uh, this is what she wrote oh. in her book.
1: I would like to clear up one thing here before we get in the mechanics of the enemas. More than one person has asked in the blogosphere, if Carrie Rivera loves enemas so much, why doesn't she do them on herself? As a matter of fact, I do. I have done my own enemas for years. So has my husband, my sister, and plenty of the parents using this protocol for their children. We understand the benefits of a fit colon and have no problem applying our own enemas or going for a colonic from time to time. So, holy shit! Jesus Christ, man! I don't. Could you design something more bizarre and cruel than 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 the than then than, than, uh, trying to treat an autistic child like this?
2: Oh. It hasn't yet gotten bizarre and cruel. Oh, shut up. Rivera also claims that these MMS treatments on children work best during the full moon and the new moon. Yeah, full moon, because the parasites go into the gut during the full moon and the new moon,
4: and they and they mate. Yeah. And so you can get a lot of kills. You can kill a lot of parasites during the the moon cycles.
1: You can get a lot of kills. You can get a that lot fucking of rules. kills. You can, <laughs> frag, you can frag the shit out of, for God's sake...
2: All of this is like woo nonsense. Obviously, I'm gonna but... gib.
1: I'm gonna gib AIDS right right out of my body. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking my KD ratio against multiple cancers.
2: Parents frequently get the idea that they can treat uh, their kids' autism with MMS from private Facebook groups. Uh, NBC News reported on two women who actually infiltrate these groups to see what their parents are doing to their kids and report them to Child Protective Services when necessary. Uh, parents in these groups sometimes uh, complain about the obstacles associated with uh, giving the children chlorine dioxide enemas. Uh, one Massachusetts mother wrote, quote, have not been able to get a five-year-old to cooperate with enemas. One Georgia mother posted a photo of what looks like mucus that she said dislodged after giving her autistic son a chlorine dioxide enema. And in the caption, she wrote, it broke in half when Jojo was trying to escape. Mm. Yeah. No good. Yeah, it's it's all ugly. it's all very ugly. D- I hate this. This is not good. I'm no. not I don't feel so good. I really
1: don't <laughs> like hearing about
2: Now, you might reasonably ask, now has no one faced legal consequences by pushing these uh these quack cures? Well, there was one case. In uh, 2015, a jury in Washington state convicted a man of uh, conspiracy smuggling and defrauding the United States because he marketed MMS. Prosecutors said that he created a uh, phony water purification and wastewater treatment business in order to obtain sodium chloride and ship his MMS without being detected by the FDA. And he was eventually sentenced to 51 months in prison. Uh, So not bad. So not not poisoning people, not that, but defrauding, but getting around the FDA. That is like Mm. they're not actually. It's like this weird sort of. I mean, I'm glad that there were consequences, but it seems like there should be like consequences for actually hurting the individuals, not like just like you know not no
0: they're just they're just pissed when you like mess with their shit with the regulations it nothing right if it's just if it's just like people people getting sick and dying they're like wow well, they couldn't care less but like <laughs> when you're when you're trying to get around their business man you you're going to hear about it All
3: right
2: Uh, Earlier in uh, 2012, there was one case where a 67-year-old man named Robert Lewis Lockridge was arrested for attempting to poison his 63-year-old girlfriend because he gave her MMS. He instructed her to drink four ounces every hour, telling her that was good for her, and even installed a mini refrigerator full of MMS in her room at a care facility in San Rafael, California. Eventually, the deputy district attorney said that there was insufficient evidence to pursue charges in that case. Uh, So just not guilty by reason of boomer brain. So you weren't, you know, he wasn't trying to poison his girlfriend. He was just misinformed because of dumb shit he read on the Internet and inadvertently, well-meaningly poisoned his girlfriend. Mm. Oh, my God. But uh, Jim Humble, the guy who really got the ball rolling on all of this nonsense, has managed to uh, completely avoid being prosecuted. (laughs) Of course. So I can't really say I know why that's the case, but it might uh, partly be due to the fact that Jim Humble's last known whereabouts are outside of Guadalajara, Mexico, uh, which might put him (laughs) outside of the reach of U.S. authorities. Mm -hmm. So where does QAnon fit into all of this? Q never specifically endorsed, like, drinking bleach or any particular miracle cure. But Q has endorsed a lot of, like, big pharma conspiracy theories, claiming that companies are withholding or covering up cures in order to make money. Here's what one February 7th, 2018 Q drop said.
3: When does big pharma make money? Curing or containing cancer, AIDS, etc.? Mine will be
2: blown by chain of command. Q Another Q drop on the same day said this. What if cures already exist? What about the billions?
0: Public, private, government provided to fund cure dev.
2: Sheep. These people are sick. Q So this has obviously made people in the Q community a lot more receptive to these quack cures. And uh, that's very good news for friend of the show and QAnon promoter Jordan Sather, who is really one of the biggest promoters of MMS on the Internet. On May 2019, uh, Jordan Sather tweeted this.
0: I've drank MMS, a.k.a. chlorine dioxide, brushed my teeth with it, breathed it, cleaned with it, used it topically. If MMS was a toxic bleach, I should be dead. Sorry, FDA and fake news media.
2: You lose this one. Of course, that doesn't follow at all. That's like, it re- again, the dose makes the poison. And, uh, you know, if he if he uh, yeah, it's, it, it's just talking nonsense.
1: I mean, he looks like he was locked in a basement for four years by someone. All right. <laughs> uh, like you don't look good, dude. I mean, if, if, if Jordan Sather doesn't understand what it means when he says I drink bleach and look at me and then people look at him, <laughs> they don't go, damn, he has a good point.
2: Sather has even claimed that MMS can be used to treat cancer.
1: This is why this is one of the biggest FUs to the medical establishment. Is because this works really, really freaking well at killing Many, many, many different things, and especially cancers. Works really well for that. Because you've never had cancer. You don't know shit from shit. God, he looks incredibly young in this video though.
2: Yeah, this this was kind of an older video, but he was he was uh he was promoting MMS before QAnon. So he was he just sort of like integrated that into into his grift.
0: Yeah, I love where he's like, it can cure, you know. Many, 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 many things.
2: <laughs> I know. So this is all so, so vague. They're trying to promote it as a health cure. It doesn't even have, like, the veneer of quasi-science, you know? Yeah, it really doesn't.
1: How does Jordan Sather manage to make even his solo videos feel like a casting couch uh, <laughs> video?
0: Yeah, Yeah, just like a plain brown, like, sad background.
1: Even though he's alone... He's alone and technically profiting off all of this. It still feels like someone's being abused in every one of his videos. (laughs) Uh,
2: More recently, uh, Sather has used reports about the uh, spread of the novel coronavirus to promote MMS. Uh, He tweeted this.
0: Not only is chlorine dioxide, a.k.a. MMS, an effective cancer cell killer, it could wipe out coronavirus too.
2: Because there's just just nothing that QAnon followers are unwilling to exploit. Yeah, this is. <sighs>
1: I think he believes it though. Like, yeah, I, yeah. In this probably. case, I really think like his medical stuff seems so deeply ingrained. He doesn't really profit much from bringing it up all that much. You're right. Uh, it, it, he doesn't. He doesn't
2: sell himself. Yeah. MMS. Exactly. He, so he sells the idea of it.
1: it. It's more of a mechanism to discredit him that people can you know easily use if they want to, but. Yeah, I don't know. Very confusing stuff. The reason why Sather in like his early and mid 20s is able to talk authoritatively about what does and doesn't cure cancer shows you that he thinks his brain and mind is a dome <laughs> over all knowledge that is like something for him to to play with. Uh, you know, as as we, and we get to to just watch this great mind work, I mean, you know, there's no saving this guy. He's just too fucking stupid.
2: Yeah, it's it's just all tragic. Especially tragic, you know, because um you have to go down these rabbit holes because I think there are legitimate, you know, big pharma conspiracies. I mean, you know, to cite just one, you might claim that uh, through the 90s and 2000s, the company Purdue Pharma marketed its painkiller OxyContin as less addictive than its competitors while knowing that those claims were false. This helped Purdue Pharma rake in billions in revenue while fueling a nationwide opioid epidemic that led to the deaths of hundreds of thousands of Americans and destroyed the lives of countless more. He might also claim that uh, as legal scrutiny into Purdue Pharma's role in the opioid crisis intensified, uh, someone owners withdrew more than $10 billion from the company, uh, distributing it amongst uh, trusts and overseas holding companies, as was revealed just this past December. But that's like a well-documented, real big pharma conspiracy, and like... QAnon doesn't go for those kinds.
1: Mm, uh, Tianon. Tianon has just made his first drop. Yeah, right. And uh, I believe it personally. Uh, I think you can add to this the the uh, makers of uh, fentanyl, uh, knowing how uh, long that drug works on your body effectively for pain, and hiding that amount of time so they could continue to sell a drug that, if used to actually stop pain continuously, would put your life in danger. Um, so that's another one that you can go and, and, and yeah. call me Alex Jones for. But, uh, yeah, it's, it just turns out that these are based in reality.
2: Yeah, they, yeah they're <laughs> based reality. Was, uh, yeah, there was, like, yeah, uh, big pharmaceutical companies uh, lied and manipulated and hurt people for money. That's not a fake thing. Yeah. But, like, why don't they go for the real versions?
1: Well, also, any whatever argument you're making, if it ends with I'm going to give a bleach enema to this five-year-old autistic child, I don't give a fuck how you brought me there, you idiot. (laughs) Right.
2: Here's the bottom line. Uh, Miracle Mineral Solution is a quack cure invented by a senile ex-scientologist who founded a church that preys on sick and desperate people. And there's no evidence that drinking bleach effectively treats anything at all. So please don't do it.
1: Yeah, I started the episode. I think um, kind of having an opposite opinion to that, but yeah. I, I've now actually I, I, come around to. Thank you. Yeah. Thank dude. you.
2: I've made made a per- persuasive case that yeah. don't trust don't trust our fellow andromedon for with your uh, with your health.
1: That's right. And uh, you said you'd take us both on, and you did. All right. You wrestled us. All right. I tap out. <laughs>
0: thanks for listening to another episode of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. Please go to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe for five bucks a month to get a whole second episode every single week. Plus access to our entire archive of premium episodes. There are over 50 of them currently. So when you subscribe, you can help us stay advertising free, which is the way we like it and the way that we can bring you amazing content like um, this, fucking, uh, this fucking bleach salesman.
1: We have to pay for the GAC cage that we're putting Jake in at the first live show. We're going to drop him in the GAC. We're going to fucking throw stuff at him. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait. That's Saturday, gonna February send me... 8th in Los Angeles. They're going to
0: send me through an ops... Oh. Oh, sorry go ahead how dare stopping.
1: you interrupt it? listen I'm trying to promote you what you're going to do there which is tell a, an original story um, mm-hmm. and the fact that we're covering MK Ultra and Operation Midnight Climax I can tell you from the research and the writing so far it is absolutely bonkers I could not believe it it shocked me and I'm not usually a very shockable <laughs> no, person he's a
2: deeply cynical yeah. person yeah. Yeah. about the CIA and horrifying. even then and even then yeah. it's horrifying just
1: a mess um, and also we have our, our lovely buddy Nick Senna which you know thank you so much for all your music, Nick. Um, but Nick is composing an original track uh, that we'll be playing live. Uh, so yeah, come get a ticket right now. It's Hell this weekend. Yes. It's this fucking weekend, Saturday, February eighth in Los Angeles. Come watch us. Tickets. If you cannot afford the price of the ticket, we understand. We've set aside some tickets for people who cannot afford them, and just uh, hit us up, and we will sort you out. And if you are a billionaire trying to pretend that you're working class. (laughs) I'm going to come to your home and entertain you by performing a live podcast
0: <laughs> there will be uh there will be a homemade a homemade guillotine that uh julian has brought to the live show and we will publicly execute it's you made of gingerbread and everybody of... gets to eat it oh
1: nobody boy. killed anybody <laughs> everything's great and fun so yeah go to tickets.qanonymous.com and and get those spots there's not that many left um so okay so this week we are celebrating those who have subscribed at higher patreon tiers for whom we are eternally grateful Seriously you guys are amazing You don't have to do it You're really doing it Because you want to support the project And uh, can't appreciate that enough uh, Honestly like this is it's It's been growing And it's uh, thanks to you guys So mega thank you to Our $20 supporters Aaron M God
0: bless you Alan G Your king Ali Love forever always Avin S You know what it is Benjamin J.W., hell yeah, pimp. Brant F., let's go. Caitlyn J., you know who you are. Chinchi, I don't even have to say it. Chris M., my God, man, I love you. Christopher H., I love you more than Chris M. What? Derek T., an OG from the beginning, man. Fucking much love, prayers up. E. Mark S., you know what it is, pimp. Freudian faceplant, my God, I do that every day. Minute of every day. Mm. Inkboy SP, man, let's get it in. Jeek, you know what it is, player. Joel H, love you. Joel T, love you more than Joel H. Josh S, I love you more than the two Joels, and I can't believe we got two Joels. He's pitting them against each other. Commander Clean, uh, I'm ready to go on an adventure with you. Lizzie, hell yeah. Luke B, my love. Malpertuis, I love that you made me try to pronounce that. Amanda M, yo, way to up your prescription after I was trying to defend myself in the chat. Prescription. Much love. Yeah. Thank so you. So she's on drugs? Mark A, Mark A, uh, don't do drugs like Julian's telling you to do. I know he's hitting you up on the side telling you to do drugs. Don't what? do them. Uh, Michelle, uh, Michelle, thank you so much. We love you, we appreciate you. Uh, M- Michael G, hell yeah. Uh, you're the real MG, the or- the original gangster. Uh, and uh, we appreciate your support always. Poker and politics, man, not only are you an incredible supporter, but you know what? You have a sick fucking Twitter account too. Very funny. I like yeah. it. I like it. <laughs> I retweet sometimes. Uh, should be on Twitter more. Um, but, you know... <sighs> none dare call it ordinary uh the people the podcast uh the 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 premium uh s- supporters i mean just the best i mean how much alliteration can we get premium patreon wow. uh podcast yeah. guys none dare call it ordinary love you peyton p you're the best uh i love that your name also has some alliteration to it that was uh good f- uh, foresight uh, on the count of your parents and uh we love you we'll bless you we'll keep you the deep dish forever. Seb Gorkasm I want to have a Gorkasm with you she is our first
1: our first uh, $20 supporter and our oldest she has supported us more financially than anybody else that is uh, terrifying and we love you yeah thank you
0: wow what an what an absolute king slash queen slash god emperor how can we ever repay you we can't Uh, (laughs) the cult of monitor your interdimensional galaxy brain will forever be treasured on our show
1: next our $10 supporters a big hearty thank you Two?
0: abby b amazing alan o orectacular anthony l lovingly a w wise owl bully whiff the great cameron m mucho gracias <laughs> chimera boy i want to fight you in a boss battle chris s stupendous Cody M, M- uh, uh, Cody M Drink MMS uh, Drink MMS forever <laughs> uh, Corgi McStumperson I'm going to McStumperson your Corgi When I kidnap him so I can have two dogs what? Dave F Filled with fun David C Thank you Thank you for your $10. That's like a, a pack of cigarettes in LA. Dylan W, <laughs> you're better than Bob Dylan. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Uh, Dylan Yacht, you're better than the last Dylan. Don't Jesus, let anybody. Every tell time, you turncoat. <laughs> Graham S, my Graham Cracker, my, my, my ride or die. Jack R, my, my boy Jack Reacher, you know who you are. Keep going on missions. James and Molly M, uh, the couple with the mupple. The best, we love you, Jamie, you're the best. Also, a great Weezer son, named after you. John S, you are the best. Joseph G, the original JG, was good. Plays for the Knicks. Um, Josh R, you the man. Katie K, hell yeah. Knights of the Round, you doing it. Liz M, incredible. Matthew B, you're the best. McAfee's hammock, I lay in you, I sleep in you, I nap. Michael McEl, hell yeah, you should start a a chain of fast food restaurants. (laughs) Mike, yes, let's go. You the man, my Mike, okay. Nicholas P, yeah, almost like Nicholas Tesla, but he's still electric. Owen H, oh, the man with the plan, hell yeah. Owen other H, man, you you Owen H's are equally good, probably foils and, and doppelgangers of each other. Q loves cake farts. Man, thank you. You've been here since the beginning and I know what you love and I love them too. QT, yes. Rev's little cummies, even better. Rick S, the best. (laughs) Rob F, just fucking killing it. Ruben H, my favorite kind of sandwich. Ryan B, yo, me and the boys. Sandra L, we love you. Sergeant Wolverine Lightning Bolt, I'll be reporting for duty very shortly. Shelby G, getting that Cobra, let's go. Sydney L, you're the best. Smigs, see you later. Spencer D, uh, yeah, I need to call you back, I will, I promise. Steven A, man, I gotta call you back too subpoenas i will not be serving your subpoenas t diddy i love you thanks for creating me that one with the boobs we you you know what we love thug special olympian about to drop his new album can't wait timothy m Love you. Toon Army MIA, also awaiting your album. Trenton C., thanks again. To a T., you follow everything. To a T. Wonder Bread, (laughs) I'm going to put my peanut butter and jelly all over you, put you together, and eat you. Wow,
1: what a journey. What What an adventure. I'm so glad you've joined us for this, listener. All right, Jakey boy, get us out of here.
0: Listener, until next week, may the deep dish bless you and keep you.
4: It's not
0: a conspiracy, it's fact.
4: And now, today's Auto-Cue. Hey guys, I just wanted to make a video about my journey with MMS. Um, I started my first 21-day protocol last month, I'm now on my second. Um, the first 21 days, when I first started it, my body was going through a thing. <laughs> um, I was nauseous the first couple days I felt like I was gonna throw up pretty much everything the second and third day there was a lot of diarrhea Um, and then around the end of the first week that's when I started to have a lot of discomfort in my throat a lot of soreness And I didn't understand. I thought it was, you know, a bad thing because I know I've read that diarrhea and nausea is okay. But I was thinking, okay, why is my soap so, so, I mean, why is my throat so uh, discomfort? And I didn't understand it, but, I mean, it did stop after a while. And, you know, my body got used to me on the regimen every single day and my discomfort did go away. But now that I'm on my second round and I'm doing it again... I I haven't had the nausea as, like I did before. I mean, I, I may feel a little bit, you know, but not as bad as what it was for the first round. And I still have the diarrhea, but I woke up this morning and yesterday, I'm starting to have the throat issues again. They're not as sore, but I'm like hacking up a lot of mucus this round. And as you can tell, you can hear it in my voice, just how terrible I sound.